Hello and welcome to episode number 43 of the Random Thoughts Podcast. That's R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts.com online. I am your host, Darren O'Neill. On today's show, we're going to be talking about reality, at least what passes for reality today in advertising, in the news, social media, all of these things combined definitely give us our viewpoint on the world. And a lot of these things are greatly colored by things which affect our perception of reality. Now, we for the longest time have understood that advertising and reality don't really mix. It's there to sell us a product, and we understand things are being pushed in one direction or another. Those beer ads that make everything look like your life is going to be great. If you just buy the right beer, well, we all know that's not reality. We don't expect our life, if we pick up a Budweiser, to all of a sudden be that we're surrounded by a bunch of buxom blondes and bikinis just frolicking around. The world doesn't change because we sip a beer. We also understand when we see the Victoria's Secret fashion show or pick up a Victoria's Secret catalog, they're very rare now. They discontinued that a couple of years back. I wonder how much that's really hurting their bottom line, but they send them out every now and then. They're just a couple of pages and a little bit more heavy paper, so it's a little bit more artsy. But when we look at these Victoria's Secret catalogs, we understand that the models in the Victoria's Secret catalog do not look like the women when we walk out our door and just walk down the street. This is mainly because if you were to open your door and walk down the street and walk past one of these Victoria's Secret models, they're usually going to look very different in person. You have to understand a reality is being created for these ads that makeup is being used. The right camera angles are being used. Photoshop is being used in order to put together a finished product that makes the model look perfect. That is what these companies want to sell. And they're selling an illusion. And there's nothing wrong with that in advertising. We've all figured this out a long, long time ago that our girlfriends and wives don't automatically turn into Adriana Lima when they put on some Victoria's Secret lingerie. But that's not a bad thing because we understand that even Adriana Lima, as we know her on the Page is a lot different than Adriana Lima in person, although it's still pretty damn hot. But we understand that advertising and reality have an interesting relationship with each other. And that used to be the main thing we had to worry about as far as deciding what's real and what's not. That was the main thing when I was growing up, again, getting old here, almost going to be hitting 50. That was the place you went, okay, we understand, you know, TV, movies, these kind of things, fiction you know, not real. And that's okay. Advertising was firmly in that category, but the news when I was growing up really wasn't in that category. I mean, it started getting to the place to where it is now with the bias and everything that comes with it. But really we talked about deep fakes a few episodes back on the random thoughts podcast. If you missed that episode, definitely go check it out. I thought that was a lot of interesting stuff that we covered, but you really don't even need deep fakes to throw you off when it comes to news coverage. A lot of times, all it really takes is a bit of bias. 
One of the things that's been going on in the news lately was this feud, and I'm using air quotes because that really works on an audio podcast, but this feud between AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and Nancy Pelosi. And recently, AOC, because Nancy Pelosi was singling her out with a couple of her other newly elected cohorts, well, because she was being singled out by Nancy Pelosi, obviously, Nancy Pelosi was racist. Because the women being singled out were women of color, Nancy Pelosi, old white lady. So this is how the left works. They automatically throw you down as a racist if you don't agree with them. But this is not new news. I saw this the minute Barack Obama was president and anybody agreed with them, they were called racist. So this is nothing new. We should be used to this kind of stuff by now. But the fact that there is a big blowout, the fact that there's some big battle going on between AOC and Nancy Pelosi, this is really where the lack of reality is coming in because. As Bill O'Reilly pointed out, and you might like Bill O'Reilly, you might hate him, but he was on the Glenn Beck radio show talking about this, and he rightfully pointed out AOC has zero backing behind her. She is representing one small congressional district in the city of New York. That's it. There's not a whole lot of weight behind her. The reality is a lot of the Democratic Party is really getting tired of her. They're really getting tired of the sniping. I think the Democrats are understanding the reality of this system, which is having somebody like an AOC is a cancer because she doesn't go along with the party. And I'm not saying you have to go along with everything the party says, but I think they're realizing now she's just as dangerous to the Democratic Party as she is to the Republican Party as she is to the country as a whole, because of her radical beliefs. But when we watch the news, she's heralded as some kind of genius, which is hilarious if it wasn't so sad. The things she pushes, like the Green New Deal, are absolutely insane, really can never be paid for, no matter what kind of goofy math that you use. Let's forget the fact that there's a lot of scientists out there, including a new Finnish group who just came out recently, I think today, saying that they're disproving this whole man-made climate change. But the reality is what we're getting is what the people on the news tell us. And what the people on the news tell us, again, is AOC is great. She's taking on Nancy Pelosi. She's throwing her weight around, but the reality is AOC does not really have any weight to throw around. All she has is her media presence. And I understand that is a big thing in today's society because that's how people are getting their news. That's how people are making up their minds. This is where they're forming their opinion. So the fact that she has zero power and her main battle cry is still orange man bad. And she cannot for the life of her make a point that sounds intelligent, this is the new world we're living in because we believe the talking heads on the TV. We see the little snipes on things like social media and people are taking this as reality. You have to ask yourself, 
Sean Hannity, again, don't know if you like him or hate him. Fox News, he also has a radio show. His Fox News show is one hour long. His radio show is three hours long. And he's just called out AOC. He made her an offer, which she shouldn't be able to refuse because Sean Hannity has a really, really big audience when it comes to the news ratings. He said, you know what? If you want to come on my television show on Fox, I will dedicate the whole hour to you. And if you don't want to come onto the Fox television show, you want to come on radio as much time as you want. I'll give you the whole three hours if you want for us to debate the issues. But one of the things we've talked about on Random Thoughts in the past is quite often when you run into people with these extreme viewpoints, they talk in little snippets, they talk in talking points, and they have nothing to back it up. They're the type of people like Jeremy Piven when I had my little uh, Twitter conversation with him when he said, Rush Limbaugh lies about everything. And I said, okay, well, I'm willing to listen to your side. I'm, I'm a reasonable, rational person, I think. Show me one instance where Rush Limbaugh lied, and it was proven that he lied, knew he was lying and all this. Oh, well, you're crazy. I got, you know, he had a little mental breakdown, Jeremy Piven did. But Rush Limbaugh's a guy that's on the radio three hours a day, five days a week. So if you're going to say that he lies about everything, that's a lot of lies that you could tell in 15 hours of, okay, I understand there's commercials and all that. So let's even bring that down to half and say he talks about an hour and a half a day. I'll tell you, you know what? We'll cut it down to an hour. Make the math nice and easy. Rush Limbaugh talks for at least five hours every week on the record into the radio microphone. You can tell a lot of lies in five hours. How come nobody could ever come up with one concrete example showing the obvious dishonesty, showing the obvious lies being told? The answer is pretty much simple is that you don't actually have to be telling the truth. You don't actually have to have any proof behind what you're saying. Reality is being altered by the news media and the bias that they have, which is why it's always important to go out and get multiple sources for the news that you're getting. Advertising, again, there's really not much you can do about it. I don't think there's any brand that doesn't push the bounds of reality just a little bit because they all want you to believe your life's going to be better because of whatever product that you buy. It doesn't matter if you're buying beer or microphones or a car or whatever it is. Anybody advertising a product wants you to believe that your life is going to be better for buying their product, not worse. Unless it's a really bad advertising company, and then I guess who knows. But we all deal with reality and the bending of reality when we deal with social media. And the interesting thing to me about social media now, and this is again old guy here, talking about the difference between life when I was growing up in grammar school, junior high, high school, college, to what kids are dealing with today. And to me, I think it's a little bit crazy how different things actually are. We didn't have people watching every move that we made. We didn't have a photographic record of every crazy thing we did. We didn't, you know, say bad words and go back and forth with our friends on a public medium. We did we were smart enough to do all these things 
privately. So we not don't have to be judged by what I did back in junior high and high school now because those things have been lost to history. The kids today do not have, unfortunately, that luxury to not have all of these things follow them around for the rest of their lives. And I think that is going to be a huge detriment to kids as they get older, because we're already seeing a society now that is more than willing to judge people on things they did or said when they were kids. This can't be good for the overall mentality. This can't be good for self-confidence. This can't be good for anything. But with social media, people only post what they want you to see. That's another interesting part of the whole social media concept. When you go to something, especially like Instagram, where you're dealing with photos rather than audio, video, or text, photos are a completely different thing. And it brings us right back to Victoria's Secret. It brings us right back to advertising, which is people want to post photos that look good. You don't think the girls are posting photos of them without their makeup on and looking bad and, you know, dressed in frumpy jeans. No, they all want to be models. And that has to have a toll on the psyche as well. They're trying to push something that they're not. It doesn't matter what their actual well-being is. I mean, this goes back to that old saying, right? You know, hey, it doesn't matter how you feel. You look marvelous. And this is what this society is now dealing with. And people are so wrapped up in their social media presence, trying to put forth a, you know, what you see on somebody's social media is not their real life. And I see this kind of stuff all the time. Recently saw a friend who went on vacation, normally doesn't post anything to Facebook, which is good. I would highly recommend the less you post to Facebook, probably the healthier you are. Probably the better things are in your life, but the kind of people that never post on Facebook, but then go on vacation, you know, to a Caribbean island or something, and all of a sudden have to post, hey, I'm leaving for the airport. Hey, I'm at the airport. Hey, our flight's leaving now. Hey, we got here. Hey, look at this beach. Hey, look what I'm having for lunch. Hey, look what I'm having for dinner. Oh, my God. And then they come back home from the vacation and they stop posting again. I mean, that is the epitome of. Your life must really suck because the only thing you want people to see is your vacation. And I don't know how the, what the mentality of that is. It's, it's scary to me that people are doing things in, intentionally just to have a certain look, you know, to get likes on Facebook or to get that thumbs up, you know, on Facebook or the you know, likes on Twitter or Instagram and all this other kind of stuff. And with the, with the people that had, the, had done this and had gone on the vacation, I noticed, I said to my wife, I'm like, you know what? There's not one photo of the room. That's a little weird, isn't it? And then once they got back from the vacation, I heard that the room wasn't actually that nice. And I'm like, wow, you are so committed to this bullshit front facing bullshit that you're trying to put out there to the rest of the world that you know if something's not just perfect it's the epitome of this if something's just not perfect you're never going to see it and it's weird it's a very weird mentality for people that do that kind of stuff to me but it's also weird to see people that are living so much in 
and on the internet and so much through their social media presence. The other night, Amazon was having their free Prime Day concert and, had, and Taylor Swift was on it. And I like Taylor Swift. So I decided to tune in and see what the concert was like. What it was like is what I would have guessed, which is sadly a bunch of people holding up their phones, taking video of the pop superstar that was standing two feet in front of them. And often that wasn't an exaggeration. It was literally two feet in front of them. Rather than actually look at Taylor Swift, they were looking at their phone who was pointed up at Taylor Swift. And it's just such a disconnect. And it's just such a hurtful thing. You're missing out on your life if the only thing you're really worried about is getting a picture or getting a photograph of something that you're probably never going to look at again. Was having a conversation about this exact thing in the No Agenda troll room, the chat room over at the No Agenda show, which you can find 24-7 at noagendastream.com. And the comment was made that this guy was on a bus watching and there were all these kids and they were doing nothing but posting photos of themselves over and over and over again. And he thought that was kind of a weird thing. But this is the new reality of the social media. This is what kids do. And they're taking so many pictures that you know they're never really going to look back on them. These pictures are only about one thing they're not about hey i'm seeing somebody a family member a friend i haven't seen in a decade and i want a remembrance of this so i can look back on that no it's not about that at all this is about something completely different which i thought was eloquently stated by jack white lead singer of the white stripes the rack and tours a bunch of other bands and a solo artist as well owns third man records he has made the choice to ban cell phones from his concerts, which I think is great. It might make him one of the only artists I'm willing to go see in concert at this point because I am tired of going to concerts and seeing nothing but people holding up their phones. It even happened four or five years ago. It was the last straw for me. Went to see Michael Buble with my parents here in Chicago, and it was nothing but people holding up their cell phones, even from like 30 rows back. And it's like, what the hell do you think you're going to see? on these bad pictures or video that you're taking. But you know, when you're holding up your phone above your head, you're blocking everybody behind you. So this really becomes an irrelevant thing to do to me going to a concert, not enjoyable at all. Don't want to go. Haven't been going to concerts and the cell phones are a big reason behind that. So I applaud people like Jack white who say, you know what? No cell phones in the show. He wants you to enjoy the music as it's happening. He thought he was going to get a lot of pushback. I saw a interview with him about 45 minutes that is posted on YouTube. It was a BBC thing. And he said, you know, I thought we were going to get more pushback, but people really seem to like the whole cell phone ban, which I can understand why, because people are sheep and they need to be told what they should be doing and what they shouldn't be doing. And I guess people, once they're told no cell phone, and you don't have that to waste your time on during the concert, that you're not trying to take pictures and you're not trying to take video, hey, you actually enjoy the concert. And he said he thought he was going to get some pushback, but didn't. He's like, people seem to like it. But the most interesting part of this conversation was when he talked about 
what happened then after the show. Because it's like usually when you see these, you know, anybody's concert, you're getting pictures of the people that are either waiting for the show, the show's going on. And he said, you know what this is? This is all people posting to be like, ha ha, I'm doing this and you're not. He's like, that's the whole point of social media. And it's very toxic when you look at it that way. So he asked somebody that he works with. He said he doesn't have a cell phone. And I applaud him. Although, to be fair, I'm sure everybody around Jack White has a cell phone. So he doesn't need one himself. But he doesn't have a cell phone. So he asked somebody, you know what? We, we just, the show's over. 10,000 people or so in the audience. Everybody just got their phones back. Go look at Instagram and Twitter to see how many people are talking about the show as they head home, as they walk to their cars, as they get in their car and go home. The amount of people tweeting out of the 10,000 or Instagramming out of the 10,000, he said, was literally a handful where almost all of them you would have expected if they had their device during the concert. After it was over, nobody was like, hey, I just saw the greatest concert ever, man. This was awesome because of the fact, and he, this was his point, and I do believe it, is that once something has happened already, it's now in the past and no longer important to people in this new digital age. And that's also a sad thing when you think about it. You're walking out of a concert and you're already on for the next thing, man. That that already happened. You don't, why would I tweet about that? Why would I Instagram anything? The damn thing's already over. I, I can't make you jealous anymore. It's over. I mean, I could tell you I did it, but I'm not doing it anymore. So, I mean, what's the point of even talking about it? And I thought that was kind of an interesting take on the whole social media thing and the reason why it has flourished. And again, the reason why there is a great lack of reality when you look at what is being posted to social media in relation to what is reality. Every now and then on the trash news site that the Fox News site has become, they seem to like running a, a thing, hey, stars without makeup. And the other day there was one which was basically Instagram posts of superstars you know like j-lo or whoever it was at the time as opposed to actual pictures of them from around the same time doing the same things that you know were caught by paparazzi and you immediately see how much the camera angle the staging the posing affects what the person looks like and that's not reality. We could all pose for a great picture. We could all Photoshop ourselves, you know, lose a few pounds or, you know, blue, put a little more blue in your eyes or whatever you want to do to make yourself look better. But that really isn't reality. Like I said, we're used to this with advertising. We're getting more of it now with the news. But social media is just individual people pulling the same stuff on all of their family and all of their friends because they want everybody to think my life is so great. I'm having such a great vacation. I'm living the high life. But uh, you can't believe what you see. You certainly can't believe what you read. Again, this isn't even going into the deep fakes. This is just staging things to try to look better than they, they are. There's a lot of things that are just outright lies, but, you know, stars without makeup. I mean, I guess that's not really a lie, but 
they certainly look a little bit different and it changes your perception on reality. There's a lot of people who wonder why depression is running rampant, especially with younger kids. I mean, one, it's that people like AOC are telling them the planet's going to end in 12 years. And if you believe that, I can understand, you know, if you're like 12 years old, 15 years old, and somebody's telling you the planet's going to end before you're 30, shit, that would scare me if I believed it. But this is, again, where reality versus lies come in, and you have to know what's real and what's not. And social media is definitely changing the way we perceive what is real. It's changing priorities because people want to go on these vacations, spend a lot of money, not so they can enjoy themselves, but so they can take a lot of pictures and put them on Facebook and Instagram and make you think they're having a really good time. I always thought that was kind of what Photoshop was for. I mean, I applaud these people who totally screw with reality. And a few of them have been uh, outed on Instagram, these you know travel bloggers or whatever you want to call them, that basically used uh, staged photos of themselves put into photos from places around the world, even though they had never traveled there. I think that's genius. I think that is absolutely fantastic. And I understand it bends this whole reality thing, but we don't need reality. We just have to be able to understand what's important and what's not. And you know what? If we're for five bucks, if I could post the same pictures on the Caribbean beach, just using Photoshop and taking five minutes to do it, that's a hell of a lot better than actually spending the money to go there. But maybe I'm just wrong. But this is why people have to change their priorities. They have to kind of change their perception and understand that what you're getting in social media, whether it be a text post on Twitter, whether it be any kind of post on Facebook, whether it be a photo or video shared on Instagram, that you're getting a pretty one-dimensional view of somebody's life. They're sharing a little snippet with you. They're, you're, not, you're not seeing them 24-7. You don't get to see the good and the bad. You take the rest, and there you have the facts of life. And really, that's what it all comes down to, I guess, is a bad theme song from a 70s, 80s television show that you have to understand that you're not seeing everything. You're only seeing what people want to show, and that's only the best foot forward. I mean, maybe somebody could become famous by showing all of the, you know, looking horrible and eating bad food and being depressed. Maybe somebody could do that and make a, you know, make a living at that, but I highly doubt it. Everybody's just doing the thing of showing the good, not showing the bad. And a lot of times with social media, there is a danger. And it's something I've talked about in the privacy show here on Random Thoughts. I believe we talked about a similar thing over on the podcast, Grumpy Old Ben's, that I do with Ryan Bemrose. And I like to throw it in when we're talking about social media is just to warn parents to understand what your kids are doing, understand your kids are posting photographs, and understand the danger of these social media sites that let people search by geographic region and to understand that there are some of these social media sites out there that do not strip the GPS coordinates out of photos if they're in there when they are uploaded. And, you know, if you go and you look at some of these sites, I think some parents would be absolutely horrified if one, they saw even the pictures 
that their daughters are posting on some of these sites. And, you know, guys, I guess, can't really post as bad of things, I guess. I mean, I guess they could, but maybe they just don't for some reason. And I don't know why. Maybe it's that girls are more competitive. If there's a female perspective and you'd like to explain to me why this seems to be a a heavily female thing of, you know, taking pictures in their bedrooms and half dressed and posting these to social media sites, uh, feel free to let me know. But when you include the GPS coordinates in that and then upload it unknowingly, I would hope, but it really is a stalker's dream to be able to find a photo. I'm sure of a girl that you like that you go, Hey, I wonder where she's from. And you click a couple buttons and Hey, there's the GPS coordinates of her house. That shouldn't scare parents at all. I mean, I know it's an unpopular thing to say, but I don't think any kid should have access to a cell phone with that kind of a capabilities until they're at least, you know, out of high school. Or they should at least have to go through a class to understand the kind of dangers of the stuff that they're doing. So if you're a parent or you know a younger kid, make sure you let them know. I mean, they're still going to do stupid things, but at least let them know turn off GPS. Make sure you're not sharing this information. Don't be posting pictures that are easily tagged to a certain geographical region or anything like that because that's why you're seeing all these stories now of human trafficking and and bad things and nobody wants that kind of stuff to happen but nobody wants to talk about the tech that people are using every day that everybody thinks is great and can't lead to anything bad is behind a lot of this stuff so if you got kids you know kids talk to them about posting photos check the gps settings make sure they're not uploading that with photos And that'll go a long way. But this whole reality concept, I think the best way to get a real handle on it is to go offline every now and then to do something analog, as they used to say on the one podcast that I used to watch, Techzilla, that do something analog, get offline and see what people are doing. Talk to them in real life. Don't just tweet your friends. Don't just text. Sit down, have a meal without the cell phones. And connect on a different level that doesn't require these little devices, which not only color reality, but are also spying on everything you say and do. Take those things out of the equation every now and then and try to get a real concept of what reality is. You'll notice that the perfect Instagram pictures, those girls or the guys in those become a lot more normal. When you're sitting across the table from them after a couple rounds of beer than they do online, it's an easy and simple reality check. No doubt about it. So I hope you like what you've been hearing here on the random thoughts podcast. If you do, we work on a value for value model. You can go to randomthoughts.com, R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts.com. There's a little donation button. If you want to buy me a coffee, an album, whatever you want, anything helps. And overall, just good words help. Let me know what we're doing that you like. Let me know what you'd like to hear more of. You can reach out to us at random thoughts podcast, R A N D U M B thoughts podcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, it's random podcast, R A N D U M B podcast. And my personal account on Twitter, Darren O'Neill, D A R R E N O N E I L L. So until next time, I am Darren O'Neill. Thanks for listening.